Welcome to the Homeschool High School Podcast, brought to you by SevenSistersHomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. I'm Vicki, and I'm so excited to introduce to you guys a new friend that we just met, and I'm excited because I think it's a new set of opportunities for our homeschoolers. We're going to talk to Jonathan Brush, and we're going to talk about gap years. So Jonathan, introduce yourself and say, hey, and tell us a little bit about your story. Sure. Well, thanks for having me on. I'm delighted to be here and I'm looking forward to talk to you about something that's become a fairly uh, hot topic recently. So hopefully we can sort through it and help some people. Yeah. Um, my name is Jonathan Brush. I'm the president and CEO of Unbound. We can talk about some of that later. But uh, maybe more importantly for this audience, I'm a homeschool graduate and I homeschool my children, two of whom have now also graduated, to, uh, one of which is in high school and the rest coming up into it. So I'm kind of been there, have been there and did it myself and uh, actually was the first homeschooled student to attend the college where I attended. Uh, oh I married goodness. the second homeschool student that attended the college that I went to. So <laughs> as far as I was concerned, college was a smashing success um, and then went to work for the college. I spent about 11 years as a director of admissions for a private selective liberal arts college in Virginia. Mm -hmm. Uh, then got into non-traditional, at the time, very radical online education with a company called College Plus. Oh, and yeah. through a lot of twists and turns and changes, that became Unbound. And uh -huh. um, now, of course, when I say online education, people say, oh, yeah, we, we know about that. Uh, but for the first couple of years, people had no idea what we were talking about. Right. It felt like explaining homeschooling all over again. So yeah. um, I've got the homeschool background, the traditional college background, the non-traditional college background. And it's been a fun, exciting educational journey. I did not realize you were second generation in the homeschool world. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is a massive advantage. We uh, we kind of cheated a little bit when it came to homeschooling ourselves because we had moms on both sides who were yeah. very good at what they did and very supportive and very helpful. And uh, so we are pretty humbled by the fact that we had a, a kind of stood in the shoulders of giants when we started our own homeschool journey. So. Yeah, that's so marvelous. How many kids have you homeschooled now yourself? We oh. have six children. Uh, two have graduated. Uh, one uh -huh. is in high school and three are coming in. So. so you are in the middle of the homeschool high school years yourself? We are, yes. Yeah. And so uh, that always keeps me pretty humble when I talk about these things yeah. because I'm uh, aware of the fact that I'm living them at the same time. And I yeah. also know that sometimes advice and reality do not coincide and try to be really careful about not getting yeah. those things mixed up. So Yeah, we, we are always very humble about any advice we give around here because that's, that's it will come back to bite us sometime. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Well, okay. So we had on our minds when we were chatting about what to talk about is gap year, because it, it really is a, a wildly popular idea in especially these days before kids launch into a commitment to a ministry or military or the expense of college. Right. Um, a lot of kids are thinking, I need a gap year. So let's talk about like, what's, what's on your mind about gap years? Yeah, I think one of the things that I, I get a little frustrated about is I think this gap year concept gets a little bit of a bad rap, right? I mm -hmm. mean, I think people say gap year and they sort of think it's almost the same as when I was in college admissions, you know, I'd ask, you know, what's your major going to be? And the kid would say, undecided. And they'd say it real low. I said, what do you say? Oh, undecided. I I'm not sure. And there was a, a shame that went with that. Yeah. And that really got me on a journey of sort of trying to dig into that a little bit. And I think the same thing happens with gap year. Um, I actually think what happens is that we have a system that's set up that demands the kids know answers to questions that they don't have any idea how to answer. Absolutely. And they have to, they have to know that before they can do it. So we tell mm -hmm. a poor kid, Hey, get good grades. So you can get into a good school. Why do I do that? So we'll say you can get a good major. What's the major? Well, I don't know. You have to decide your career and then pick your major so you can get into a good school. So you can have a good life. And if you don't know that you're sunk. And the, and 
Well, that was probably always not great advice. It certainly is not great advice now yeah. when our world's so complicated that there may jobs, maybe jobs available when they graduate that weren't available when they started college. Right. And so I think gap year is actually a pretty logical response to that that says, hold on a second. It's just like you said, before I make a big commitment, let me be sure I know what it is I'm doing. And mm -hmm. I actually put that in a different context. I say, it's a great year to stop and just move out of an answers paradigm and into a questions paradigm. Oh. Where instead of saying, I need to know all the answers, uh, instead, the important thing is just let me ask some questions and then go through a process of discovery of answering those questions. And if you do that, that's the most accurate way to get to where you want to go. And that's why I tell people it's a lot less stressful and it's a lot more fun. Yes. <laughs> so a gap year lets you catch your breath before you kind of hurdle into something and go, is this a good idea or not? And then have a lot more confidence in doing that. Yeah, it is not a race. I, I, one of the things that, that has concerned me about our American culture is, you know, our, our middle schoolers are in a race to be ready for high schoolers and our high schoolers are in this race that they have to know the whole rest of their lives. And so I, I have respected the gap year and I like the way you explained that because, yeah, they need a time to ask the questions. That's awesome. All right. So what are some suggestions that you would give to our kids who may benefit from a gap year? Yeah, so the first is I, I just like to tell students to just just sort of know that the paradigm shifted. One of the reasons people are sort of hesitant about gap year is that before there were heavy costs to skipping a year of college. You only could do college one way. If you skipped a year, it puts you behind a year, then your whole life was delayed a year because you had to be mm -hmm. on campus and live in a dorm and all those things. And just realize that that's just simply not the case anymore. Uh, there may be a lot of problems with higher education in the world today, uh, but there's never been a time when it's been easier to get a college degree and there's never been more options to get a college degree. And that should be pretty exciting. Yeah, um, yeah. So delaying one year will not substantially change anything. Uh, and it, typically negatively, uh, usually it will give you a lot of positive benefits. So first, just take a deep breath and relax and say, okay, it's okay to pause and, and think through this. And then I often start, and now this is sounds counterintuitive. I've worked in higher education my entire professional life after I graduated. Mm -hmm. um, I believe in the benefits of higher education. And yet the first question I always tell people is ask, do I need a college degree? Yeah. And if you can't immediately answer yes, and I know what for, don't start getting one. <laughs> and if you come to the point that you say, no, be unafraid to completely challenge that or be unafraid to completely pursue that mm -hmm. and, and don't accept any challenges that says, oh, you're silly for not doing this. Um, you know, if you decide to, you need a degree later, it's like I said, it's, it's never been easier to go back and get a college degree. So, so, you know, when you're entering a gap year, first say, hey, do I need a college degree? If you can't answer yes immediately, you probably need at least a gap year. And then the next question is, you know, I don't believe in just sort of sitting around totally your thumb. So then start an exercise of curiosity. What is it that you want to do? What would you like to learn more about? And what's the best way to do that? And, you know, gap years can be a year of travel, it can be a year of study. It can be a year when you're in credit, but you don't know what school you're going to put it into. It can mm -hmm. be a year of work. It could be a year of exploration. Um, you know, and I think all of those are valid, but the key here is to be deliberate, uh, to mm -hmm. think a little bit about not having all your answers, but just what questions do you want to ask? And then what's the next step to answer those questions? And what can you do, a, do with a year to answer them? What, what are some of the, the suggestions that you've seen parents give to kids or that you've helped kids come up with for their gap year? Yeah, so I, I like to start with that. Uh, we call it in our classes and the way we teach our students, we call it a deciding forward model. And um, this is just kind of a simple, I, I mean, it's just sort of a fancy word to say, uh, just to lean into making some decisions and to think about them. And I find that, you know, sometimes you give people a framework. It's not that it's the magic framework that, you know, is, is perfect or anything like that, but it gives people a place to start and feel like, oh, I can get a little traction and do this. And so when I say, you know, what kind of experience I've seen, I've seen people do a huge variety of different kinds of gap years. 
But I think the key to having it be successful is to use a bit of this deciding forward model. And that's just simply, I tell students, just you need to have a goal, any goal. And I don't mean a fancy goal. I mean, your goal could just be to spend a year learning something. It could, you know, just, just have some definition of what you want success to look like. And don't get real caught up in your success having to be super fancy or impress everybody else. Just what does success look like for you? I don't care if it's real small or if it's real big, um, but, but do that. And then what's the next step to pursuing that? And then pursue that. And then here's where that's important. After you finish that first step, stop for a second and reflect a little bit and decide what did you learn? And kind of, I call this locking in your learning. And then what did, and decide then, and here's the other twist. Do I want to keep pursuing this goal? Because mm. look, sometimes knowing not to pursue something is as smart as pursuing something. Yeah. So if you decide no, then the only rule is you have to set a new one. Pick some, pick some other direction to go. So you keep moving. That's the deciding forward model. And if the answer is yes, you just repeat the whole cycle. Mm -hmm. And um, so I say that first because, you know, somebody may say something. And I have, uh, you know, students that say, I, I want to go tour Europe or I want to hike the Appalachian Trail. Great. Your gap year looks more like a trek type of gap year. Yeah. What's the next <laughs> yeah. step to do that, right? Or I want to get some credits. But I don't want to go in debt. Fine. What's the, what's the fastest, easiest way for you to earn some transferable credits that'll go anywhere? Or I just want to make some money. Great. What's the most effective way for you to earn, earn money now? Or I have no idea what I want to do. I want to explore that. Well, fantastic. How, what's the first step you need to take and what is it you want to explore? Or I just really want to serve people. Well, fantastic. What ministry or what organization do you think would work for you to start serving? And don't worry about knowing the end of that. Mm -hmm. Take the first step, pursue it. And then you say, well, I want to serve somebody. You take the first step and you say, no, actually, I'd like to make some money. So, okay, mm -hmm. fine. Well, what's that look like? Well, you know, this money thing's kind of hard too. I may never get a chance to hike the Appalachian Trail again. I think mm -hmm. I'd rather do that instead. But to do that, I'm going to have to earn some money first. And in the process, blah, blah, blah. Great. Now we're, now we're moving. Now mm -hmm. we'll see what kinds of things God reveals for you. Now we'll see what kind of things come up. That's the exciting part. And that's the part that you should get wound up about and be like, this is cool. It's a process of discovery. Yeah. Yeah. What you're talking about is intentionality. Exactly. Is, right. Yeah. The, it's great to take a gap year, but as you, I, I love your framework there, you know, as you're intentional about it, then it's not a wasted year. It's a year of growth and discovery. And, and I think that sometimes I say intentionality, students go, oh, I got to figure yeah, this out. They're, they're locked in this answers paradigm, but you're exactly right. I, I call, we call it living deliberately li or live mm -hmm. deliberately. You know, we kind of remind our students live deliberately. And that doesn't mean live like I know all the answers or decide everything before I do it or plan and then go, although I'm not belittling planning. It just simply means to think about where you want to go next and, and, and be unafraid to think immediately next. You're at the mm -hmm. short end of the experience spectrum in your lifespan if you're a young person. And so you don't have the context of being able to push real long plans out, right? Those plans are likely not going to look like reality. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and shorten your horizon line and be intentional about your next step, but don't worry about past that. But then when you get that next step, just think and say, okay, be intentional about the next step. Pretty soon that's less of a model and sort of an instinctive reaction. And it's a way of sort of curiously living forward. And again, I find it, it corresponds well with reality. It tends to be the most effective way to start to figure out what it is that you're good at and build skill and experience in those things so you can leverage that going forward. And uh, I think it removes, removes a lot of stress. And I'll tell you what, yeah. in 20 plus years of working higher education, the biggest thing I've seen is a lot of stressed out students and parents. Yes. And I think that's kind of ridiculous. It's, it's a sort of a miserable way to live. Yeah. And I don't think it's necessary. So. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. And for the parents' sake, it's kind of nice to think, you know, oh, I did my years, my kid graduated, and now I'm all done. Right. <clears throat> but part of what parents can do in this part is be part of the reflection, I guess, yes. you know, let the student do the conversation with them. So is that something you've seen the parents do? 
Yeah, you know, I, 10 years ago, when I first started saying this, people didn't often understand it, but maybe there's more of a cultural thing now with this coaching model. Yeah. The coaching model is, you know, the, everybody thinks you have to be a teacher and expert, which means I have mm-hmm. to know everything and I have to pass it on. And there are places when that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, for example, I want my my doctor to have learned from an expert model. Yes. I want him to have learned from somebody, <laughs> uh, he or she to learn from somebody that knows that we're doing teaches that haven't heard to do it. Um, but in, in a lot of life, a coaching model is better, you know, we used to have coaches that would teach kids algebra and the coaches had never passed algebra themselves. And so mm-hmm. how do you do that? Well, you do that by asking questions and saying, and helping and encouraging them to answer the next question. Mm-hmm. There is part of parenting that is absolutely a teaching model. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, know, you, you have to say it because the kid doesn't know it and you have to teach them, right? Yeah. But as your students get older, uh, you have to shift, I think, to be an effective parent into more of a coaching model. Yeah. And a gap year is a great chance for you to say, okay, I, I'm kind of completing my teaching point. I've done mm-hmm. my job of getting through high school, right? So now I can shift to a coaching model. So that should be a relief to the parents. You've graduated yeah. too, right? Yes. Um, and so now your, your, your job is to ask questions and to not provide the answers, but to help the student think through and, and sort of confront those answers. And, you know, there's a scariness to this, right? Some of those answers are going to be not exactly what you want. Yeah. Uh, some of those are going to be a little suspect. And sometimes you prod those a little bit more. And sometimes they still answer in ways that you don't think are fantastic. <laughs> yeah. um, and that's, you know, and, and you have a role here to make sure that something really reckless and terrible doesn't happen. Uh, but for the most part, your job is to kind of encourage and to, to ask the questions, encourage them to ask the questions, help them to discover the answers, and then to enjoy that. I, my mm-hmm. kids have gone ways that I never expected. They've had experiences I never would have planned. And uh, they've lived lives that are not at all what I thought they would necessarily look like. And in every case so far, and I'm not saying it always works this way, those things have exceeded my expectations, right? Uh-huh. It's been very exciting to see those things. And uh, and that's been an exciting journey. And yeah. you know, that doesn't mean I, I'm it's not everything's perfect or there hasn't been hardship or hasn't been some times where you go, yeah. really, kid, why are you doing that? Um, but, you know, there's, there's also a, a role here where you can kind of step back and say, this is the launch phase. And this is the point. You were trying to raise a great adult, not a kid, right? Yes. So it's time to now let them be that. That is awesome. All right. So let's let's take a minute and kind of segue over to the program that you're CEO for because it's very unique and uh, kind of be good for folks to hear about it. Yeah. So I get to uh, work with this organization called Unbound. It's a a phenomenal company. It's a really cool community. It has some of the most interesting and amazing students I've ever been privileged to work with. And at its heart, Unbound is a projects-based education company. And that just means that, you know, there's a place for hardcore academics and there are people that need to go into hardcore academic things. I think that there's less of those people than most of us think that there are. Uh, But, you know, if if you have that kind of student, they need to go on campus at a really great college with really great, you know, hardcore academics. But I actually think most students need something a little different. They need some academic training, sure, uh, but really they need real skills. And in our world, I find that things move so fast and technology is such a disruptor that really the only way to get those skills is to actually do them. So not a case study, not a simulation, not a a pseudo kind of uh, project, but a real project. So students in Unbound, they work on real projects and uh, they work on real projects where they take an idea of theirs to reality. Uh, Then they work on a team project where they take somebody else's idea to reality and then they have to serve a significant leadership role in uh, taking an idea to reality. And that's the heart of the program. And we build a certification and a set of courses and experiences around that. So it's online. You can do it from anywhere. So you can stay embedded in your local community. And yet we have three live events in the program. All the expenses are paid to go to those events. We'll literally mail you plane tickets uh, as part Mm -hmm. of the tuition. Uh, So you get face-to-face real life experience. I don't think you can really learn to relate to people unless you're relating in person Mm -hmm. as well as online. So you work on a team of students, you interact online, you meet that team, you do some stuff face-to-face, you work on these projects. 
And we also give you the opportunity, if you desire, to earn college credit and a degree plan that'll help you transfer that credit into uh, a college of your choice. Uh, so it works as a phenomenal gap year program. You can get a couple of credits um, and you can learn this projects-based education stuff. You can get a college experience while staying embedded in your local community, perhaps earning some money, working a job. Um, or you can do it longer. You can do it for a whole three-year cycle, transferring almost all the credits you need to graduate from a school and graduate probably debt-free and a lot less expensive than, than other places. Um, but more importantly, it's the community and the skills you pick up. So students who graduate are literally uh, experts at real life skills, the stuff that really mm -hmm. matters, task management, time management, relationships, projects, getting things done, existing real world, creating things of value. And they also, and this is the part that people don't realize, but it's actually the most important part, they step into a community of students that uh, is nationwide. And, uh, you know, almost every week I have companies who are run by former graduates calling to hire new graduates mm -hmm. um, who ask for interns for all those things. And so you're stepping into a real network that literally can pay benefits for life. I have students who have, you know, graduated 10, 12 years ago who are now integral leaders that continue to reach down and help others come up and, and provide that network. And I think in today's world, that kind of network and that kind of advantage is a unfair advantage. I don't mean like something you know, not right or something like that, but just gives you a distinct uh, ability to do better than people that have other kinds of backgrounds. So that's what Unbound is, and it's a pretty exciting place to be, and it's a phenomenal group of students. So, so in a real short nutshell, Unbound is can be a gap year for young people, or kind of starting to approach college from a completely different model, a project-based mo model. So a, it can be both at the same time. That's an excellent way to say it. And I should stress that we, we make nice exit ramps, right? So if you want to come with mm -hmm. us to do a gap year and then go to traditional college, you'll earn a full certification from us for our first year. Uh, you'll earn those credits that will transfer. If you come for a second year, you'll earn a second certification and more credits. If you come for a third year, you're in a third certification, a master certification for all three years together to acknowledge you did all three and uh, the max amount of credits you can typically transfer into one of the partner schools. Um, so, you know, if, if you don't have to commit, it's again, it's a, it's a question spare down, not answer spare down. You don't have to know you want to do everything with us to start. Right. But if you'd like to put your foot in the water and uh, earn a few credits, learn some things, meet some cool people, get hooked in the network, that's great. And if you love it, we'll stay with us for another couple of years. And if you're ready to move on to something else, uh, do so. But you also now can go to college with the backing of an entire Unbound community uh, that provides that network for you, as well as the real life skills that will make you much more marketable when it comes to getting real life jobs. Yeah, just, just such a unique program. All right. So, Jonathan, tell folks how they can get in touch with you and Unbound. Absolutely. So beunbound.us is our website. You can go there. You can easily schedule an appointment to talk to us. Please know that we don't do a traditional sales process in the sense that we're looking for people that are a good match for the program. If you're not, we'll be happy to guide you to wherever you need to go, but we're not going to try to talk you into our program because that would be a bad news for both mm -hmm. of us. So mm -hmm. feel free to call us. Don't think that you're going to get on some unending mailing list or that we're always going to be harassing you instead. We'll be delighted to help you. If it turns out that you're a good match for us, we'll be delighted to give you information with the program. Uh, we also run a podcast. So if you want to go to, uh, if you want to search for Be Unbound, the podcast is in all the places. Great podcasts are bought and sold. Okay. And um, you can also find us, of course, on social media. And if you want to get a look at what our student culture looks like, uh, look for Be Unbound on YouTube. And our students run a, a YouTube channel there that will give you a great insight into the science kind of student culture that we have. That's lovely. And if you'll give me links for all that, we will put Absolutely. them in the show notes so folks can look you guys up. So thank you, Jonathan Brush, for being with us today. This has been fun and enlightening. It's so refreshing to have new ideas. 
Thank you for having me. It's been a delight to be with you, and I hope that this is helpful for folks who are listening to it. And uh, just a word of encouragement that uh, I've put two through high school. It is possible to homeschool through high school. Uh, it's a really special experience, and I know there's times when you feel like you're just kind of slogging uphill, and I'll just tell you to keep going and that the payoff is well worth the effort. Wonderful. Well, everyone, we better wrap it up now, but thank you for being here with us on the Homeschool High School podcast brought to you by sevensistershomeschool.com and the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. We will talk to you again next week.